Phoenix. We did a couple shows in Dallas. We went to Phoenix. We went to Los Angeles for, for Rise West, which was just a phenomenal experience. And I have so many people to thank. Uh, first of all, I always want to give a shout out to, to my co-host for the HealthCast, David Meyer. Who who did a great job? He was he was a panelist at at Rise West. So I, I was talking sports a little bit earlier. I had to get this. I got a short segment in. I got John and April Nixon coming in. But David has done so much work behind the scenes and and supporting us for the Healthcast. And I really feel like the Healthcast. We we brought the cameras in. It wasn't. It was a coming out party, for. The Lanch Day Radio Network, it was the coming out party for the healthcare version for Lanch Day Plus, all of the organizations and in, in kind of the streams that we have. So if you're if you're not familiar, Lanch Day Plus is our is our podcasted version. The Lanch Day Radio show and network are our terrestrial radio version. So some of that content is pre-taped. A lot of it is live. And we we podcast a lot of the segments, especially our our healthcare stuff. So we have the HealthCast, which is specifically healthcare. That's when you that's when you hear David Meyer's voice. That's when you hear Isaac Palmer, Janelle King, all the people that are affiliated with us. And our show is very unique because I'm one of the few guys in one segment I can be talking to Rampage about hip hop. So I'm breaking down Eric B and Rakim and how they were so far ahead of their time in the mid-'80s. And then the next segment, I could be at Rise West talking to a CEO. We had some really good interviews at Rise West. And shout-out to Episource, which is really one of my primary sponsors. And we introduced our relationship with Nagnoy, who's a new sponsor of the show and consulting partner, but Episource, just got to give a shout-out to the Episource team, uh, Rohith Ramesh, Martin Shreves, just fantastic people to work with. I had a chance to sit down with their co-CEO, um, Harshith Ramesh. And I sat down with him for about 30 minutes at the conference, and, and he gave a phenomenal interview. You'll see that or hear that on the Episource website pretty soon. I'm kind of advancing my partnership with Episource and, and going to be helping them produce content that will not be Lanch Day Radio Network content, but but actually under the moniker, under the Episource moniker. And that's something we've wanted to do at Paragon 7 Studios for quite some time. We wanted to help other brands excel and executive produce. There's a lot of hardcore stuff with the healthcare that I can't really get into on the health cash, you know, I'm more, I'm more of a, a, a B to C guy. I'm a business to consumer guy. So getting into the nuances of the HCC model for CMS, that's not really something that my listeners are going to want to get involved in, but that's my business. That's where I try, you know, I hope to have subject matter expertise. So you're going to hear some more hardcore stuff and it's, it's going to be an Episource branded recurring series of of, of podcasts of, of videos i'm very excited about that but it was just a great trip it was great to see so many people it's great to hit the open road i hadn't really hit the open road like that since covid 
And I'm telling you, driving a G-Wagon across country does not suck. I know at some point I'm going to want to get that bag from Mercedes. But the the Mercedes series of automobiles is a, is a phenomenal series of cars. Like driving a G-Wagon from Cashville to L.A., I loved every minute of it. And I've driven a Range Rover across country. I've moved across country four or five times. This is the first time I've driven across country where I wasn't moving. And you want to talk about a sturdy automobile, like the G-Wagon, the Galanta Cast, it just ate those miles, really nothing. When I drove my Range Rover across country, I had all sorts. I was, I was lighting up like a Christmas tree on, on my dashboard. But it was a great experience. It was great to see my man Rampage, to, to be able to broadcast with him and, and, and tap in with him. I happened to be pulling up the day I got into Phoenix, and I hadn't seen Rampage since we were at Dave & Buster's a couple of years ago doing shows at the height of the pandemic. And to go back to Phoenix and to see my brother Rampage and to actually go to a bowling alley where he was having a birthday party for his daughter. I think his daughter's turning 17. And they were celebrating her 17th birthday. It's just funny, when I left Phoenix, everything was closed. And the few places that were open, everyone was masked up. And it just go somewhere and see people communing and congregating and enjoying their lives. It's just different because when I left Phoenix, that wasn't the case. We were really kind of still under lockdown. And one of the things that dropped off the page, how society, and like I said, it's a short segment because I got John and April coming in, but how society has changed I went back to my old neighborhood, and, and, I, and I stayed. I, I have to talk about another segment. I was staying in Phoenix, and there was a mass shooting right down the street on Deer Valley Road. And I drove by, and they were like, there were 150 police cars. And I was just like, that's not an accident. I was like, that has to be a mass shooting. And then I, then I got back to my hotel. It was just a mile up the street, and there was a mass shooting. And I want to talk about that because it's crazy when it hits home. There were people that were killed pulling up into a gas station. And I used to go to that gas station all the time to fill up. And often on Sunday nights. Coming back from KDUS. And so when, when it hits your territory and areas that are your stomping grounds, it's just like, whoa, this is, this is unbelievable. But I, 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 I always stay. So I stayed in North Phoenix where, where I used to live. Like between North Phoenix and Anthem. And what I, what I saw was interesting. A lot of the office buildings that I used to drive by every day. And they'd be filled with cars and, and people living their lives. A lot of these office buildings are ghost towns now. And it's almost like these large offices and, and these large campuses that you can squeeze in 5,000 people. It's like these things are obsolete. It's like Logan's Run up in that piece. Remember on Logan's Run, I'm dating myself, but on Logan's Run, it was the end of the world, this dystopian end of the world society. And I think they killed everyone when they turned 40. Like you were too old. Like you had had some type of uh, hand, you had something, uh, a chip embedded into your hand like one of the blinkers at 
at Applebee's or TGI Fridays when you're getting a table. And when you turn 40, when you're about to turn 40, things starts blinking and they have the 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 police force that, that zaps all of the old people and they kill you or people voluntarily go to be incinerated. And you live to be 40, you, you get to, you, you're young, you don't have to worry about bad knees, you don't got to worry about uh, bone on bone, no cartilage, bad heart, eyesight, getting old, wear a trifle, because you don't got to worry about any of that stuff because you're going to be dead. Everyone that's 40 goes to this place and we incinerate them and they, they, they just don't exist anymore. And at Logan's Run, a couple of people decided that they didn't want to die at 40, so they got out of the dystopian society, which was kind of in this post-apocalyptic bubble, like the NBA Finals. It was like in this bubble. They got out of the bubble, and the world is in absolute ruins outside of that bubble. And ultimately, they find, they find this guy that's old that, that lived outside the bubble. He was like 90 years old, all of that stuff. But a lot of these businesses look like Logan's Run. Like they're 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 weeds and ivy growing growing on the facade of some of these businesses. It's just like it's like Logan's Run, man. It's like there is no sanctuary. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I love guns, just for the record. I'm all over the, the map today. I, I love guns. One thing about me, a lot of people don't know. Um, if you see me in Nashville, there is a 99.9% chance that I'm armed. Because in, in Nashville and in Tennessee, you can you can carry concealed. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I always got the toast on me. I'm not a thug. I live in a gated community. I'm not trying to be a tough guy, but I but I always have a gun on me. I always have a burner on me all the time because it's legal. It's my right as an American to got the, to, to have the strap. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with a team of risk adjustment experts who deeply understand the complexities of every facet of healthcare. We partner with our health plan and healthcare clients to emphasize transparency and trust to truly become a valuable extension of their team at every step of the way from outreach, medical record retrieval, coding to final delivery. With the most significant health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, we aim to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For more information, go to www.episource.com and schedule a demonstration.